0: Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast, where we talk about training and life. Enjoy the show.
1: What's up, Mitch? How are we doing?
0: Good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good, man. This is here we are for uh, a little 9:20 p.m. episode eight Hill Pursuit Podcast. I'm 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 going to be completely honest. I'm usually asleep right now, but this is dedication we're going to bring, bring an episode per week, like we said, and here we are, and I'm happy we're doing it.
0: Yeah, man, I see the toothpicks in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> well, you can also see, we'll talk about this, but finally, for those of you at home who, who cannot see, but finally behind me is all cleaned up and and looking uh, neat and tidy for uh, for a specific reason, but um, yeah and you're no longer in Italy either so we're uh, we're rock, we're rocking and rolling already yeah. tonight and
0: just to keep on mitch's drink selection for the show I do not have a hot cup of coffee tonight I actually have a nice cold perrier seltzer water
1: nice so. nice yep yeah. yeah before coming down I I grabbed my wife's water and I took a, a sip of it, and she says, "Go fill your own cup." And ironically, I wanted to talk in a, I wanted to talk a little bit tonight about filling our own cup. And <laughs> I told her to come down and get on the podcast because she's clearly already she's already got it. But that was just super ironic. But anyway, before we get rolling, guys, if you uh, if you guys ever want to find us, then um, check us out at uh, hillpursuit.com. Um, we have a daily blog on hillpursuit.com. You can also find the podcast on hillpursuit.com, which is pretty sweet. So, um, the podcast streams on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and um, we're on social media Facebook and Instagram, just at hillpursuit. So, check us out, leave some comments start a discussion, whatever you want to do, but we would love to hear from you. And you can also shoot us an email at hillpursuit@gmail.com at So um, we got a little bit from you guys over the, over this past week. Mitch, did you see something?
0: Yeah. Colby reached out. We had a comment there. He just comment on, he commented on the, um, should endurance athletes be in the weight room? And, oh, right. You know, right, right. Yeah. His, Big point was from the injury prevention standpoint. Um, so I think we both, you and I both, I think would agree on that point. And then he just mentioned overall volume um, that they're getting that in their in their training, which I agree. And maybe he can reach back out. Like, does he think I'm just kind of curious on him if they if he thinks they still should train in like the higher rep ranges, or if he just means overall training volume in the weight room, or if he's breaking it down to the actual specifics of the exercise. So I'm kind of yeah. see what he meant by volume there.
1: Yeah, I'm checking it out right now. It says, um, I agree endurance athletes need heavy lifting with high intensity. The weight needs to be high, low reps. They get enough volume during their endurance events. Absolutely. The only thing I would maybe say coming back to that would be um, – you know, as long as the, that high weight, low rep lifting doesn't prevent that athlete from, you know, training sports specificity, for example, you know, as long as it doesn't prevent them from needing to miss their more vital sessions, Mm -hmm. um, then, then I would completely agree that all of the lifting should be relatively heavy considering, I guess, but
0: yeah, and I can see some like some accessory work being a little bit higher, higher yeah, volume, like higher yeah. rep range. Maybe keep the intensity low,
1: just yeah, to, get, yeah.
0: to get some blood moving there. That's what I was kind yeah, of. Saying.
1: and and when we talk about you know higher reps for these athletes, it's not like, well, I don't know about you, but it's not like we're suggesting 30, 40, 50, you know, repetition no, 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 sets no. at all. We're you know we're still probably falling within a little bit of overlap within the strength training paradigm, you know, 12 to 15, you know, typically that's more hypertrophy endurance, but there's a little overlap down around 10 to 12 repetitions with strength. So um, it's still strength. It's not the super high intensity stuff down at two and three repetitions, but um, yeah, definitely very, very important. So yeah, Colby's a good one. He keeps reaching out. So thanks to, thanks to Colby. While we're talking about comments I didn't even tell you this earlier today, but I spoke with, uh, Mr. Ken Rogers today to catch up a little bit on the phone. So, um, Ken was, Ken's a friend of uh, a friend of the podcast. He's listened to a few episodes, just kind of called and, and we, we caught up a little bit and, you know, he's, he's out in California doing a lot of training via zoom and, um, you know, he's got a really unique perspective on what that world is like right now. So, um, I don't know if that's a little foreshadowing of maybe bringing, bringing Mr. Rogers on the podcast, but, oh, that'd um, be a good time. yeah, I mean, you know, like we always do with each other and with him, you know, just, you know, chalk talk and, and, um, just going back and forth about different training principles and what we're currently doing and why we're doing it. I'm sure that'd be a really cool conversation to have with him, especially now though, with all that he has to do with, with zoom, you know, um, Mm -hmm. training people online and and stuff like that. But yeah, so that was cool catching up with him. We have a couple of those things in the works now, you know, honestly, this isn't really like, uh, you know, the podcast isn't here for us to just like bring people on an interview. We, we just kind of want to talk to you guys about what's going on, what we're doing with training, how we feel about things. But, um, you know, as we see, you know, if we, if we feel it's necessary, we have um, someone, we can, we feel like we can have a cool conversation with. We'll absolutely bring people on from time to time. We have a couple like that we've even been talking about. Right.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I spoke to my aunt, I think it was last week she's uh she's preparing for the Lake Placid Ironman so I reached out to her and she'd be willing to come on a little bit closer to her race I know you and I touched upon maybe having her come on to the show pre and post race Um, I mean she's like she's a she's she's not I'm not gonna (laughs) I don't want to get a text from her after she's not an old lady but she's not in her 20s either oh
1: no you're in trouble you're in trouble
0: um, but I mean, for her to be doing what she's doing, like she's she's a middle-aged lady. To for her to be doing what she's doing at that age, it's 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 pretty awesome. So I think it'd be cool. I mean, she's fit. and She keeps her. She gets after it every day. So yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be awesome to um, bring her on and see. So if I'm, yeah, that's after I get the uh, text message from her yeah. from, from yeah. Her tomorrow morning. But so oh, I'm yeah, gonna shut them out. Yeah, that shot. sounds
1: sweet, though. I mean, that's yeah. that's what it's about. I mean we talk about this stuff, you know, weekly basis and, you know, there's people out there who are living it, not just us, you know, people out there who are actually living it and doing it. And yeah, we got it. We have to pick their brains sometimes, you know, at some point we have to, so yes, we will absolutely be, be bringing people on. So stay tuned for that. It'll, it'll definitely happen. We have some good, good people. Um, not necessarily lined up, but we have some good connections and and we'll see where that stuff can go. But anyway, before we really like get rolling, rolling, um, wherever our topic kind of takes us for today, but I didn't even tell, I don't think I told you this earlier today either, but I did a, um, I got a professional bike fit today. Oh, cool. For, uh, for my triathlon bike. So that was really an awesome experience, you know, because, um, you know, it's like a a biomechanics assessment on, um, you know, on me, on my bike, on the lever arms of the bike, all these different things that, you know, I talk about sometimes in my classes, not necessarily as it relates to cycling, but, you know, manipulating lever arms and producing power and torque and stuff. And it was just really, really cool to, to go through it. So, Um, That was awesome. I had a lot of fun doing that. It was a couple hours actually. So, um, you know, I show up and started off with, you know, asking me what, what's the reason I'm there. And for me specifically, you know, the, the aerodynamic position or the aero position on the tri bike is a, a little uncomfortable for me right now. And that can, that can absolutely be muscular. Um, you know, I might have some muscle imbalance in my, um, in my back as a, you know, compared to potentially my core, for example, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but, um, I wanted to first set myself up anatomically as efficient as possible. So that's why I went and, and did this. So what he did was he raised my seat a little bit, raised my saddle a little bit, and he pulled my, um my arrow bars, the bars that, so for any non triathletes listening, um, you kind of lean over and you you let go of the, you let go of a a traditional bike handlebar and you put your forearms on some pads and kind of rest forward in, in a hunched over position, um, with a little bit rounding of the, of the spine. But, um, that position is a little uncomfortable for me. So he helped me really, like really dial it in to the point where it's, it was comfortable, you know, and, and, you know, I was riding in that position and he's manipulating my arrow bars and messing with my seat and a little bit and raising and lowering and moving me forward and back. And, um, you know, he's looking at the angle of my, my leg, like he, he did everything. He had lasers on me to see if I was, um, you know, inverting, um, everting, or, um, I guess just externally rotating my hip a little bit while I was cycling, just, just to see how I would, how I could become a little bit more efficient. And it was awesome. Like it was really, really cool. Um, it was cool just to like talk shop with him too. Like, we're kind of on the same wavelength in terms of the biomechanics of things, and, and stuff. So that was like super, super cool. Um, awesome, awesome start to like the the Ironman season for me, and it just felt really, really good to get that done. Um, that's the bike I'm going to be using. It's not a perfect bike. I'm, you know, I'll I'll be honest. When I got into the sport, I got a bike that I could afford. You know, and um, I'm making the bike work for me, but I'm doing everything I can to make it work for me, while also, you know, just being mindful of the cost. You know, because you could easily just go out and drop eight grand on a bike if you wanted to, but
0: I'm not being living that. with what you have.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. not living that kind of life right now, so um, I'm making what I have work, and I'm loving it, and it's working out for me, so. That was a really cool part of my day. What did you, What did you do today? Did you train? What did you do?
0: No, uh, man. I uh, I worked today. Um, pretty much been working until we uh, fired this yep. up for the night um, yesterday. This is a big day. Yesterday, uh, spent the day cutting some wood. Uh, so that was a good that was a good day. Did that for a while.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So now I'm actually on a deload this week, kind of dialing back and. I touched upon it in my blog a little bit that I originally had laid out a 12-week plan, um, but I kind of I re look, I relooked at what I had. I was I felt like I was trying to cram too many things in the four weeks.
1: Okay. And
0: so I was like, I thought I have nothing pressing within the next two months or within the next month and a half that I have I can't extend my program for eight more weeks. Yeah. So four more weeks onto the original 12. So. I kind of split up the two ideas that I had. So I'm going to focus on one um, one of the ideas that I had in these next four weeks and then carry it out to another four weeks. So, Nice. I think in me overall. I think I'll be able to train harder and also, which will allow me – well, I think I'll be able to recover more, which will also allow me to train harder when I'm actually in the gym. So, Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I mean, that kind of goes back to the whole lifting super heavy for – um, endurance athletes comment that we got from, from, uh, Colby is, um, as long as you're able to recover and it's not going to negatively impact, you know, your next few sessions, go for it. It sounds like you're being super mindful of your recovery and obviously it's important to do that. So yeah, that's awesome.
0: Um, so what's that popular saying? You can only train as much as you recover or whatever.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And you so. dude, you have nothing but time too. Same with me. Like we have forever until this, you know, your hunt is in it's in September too, also, right?
0: Yeah. So I, yeah. I have the time to afford to yeah. have a little fun yeah. in the weight room. So I may as well
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um and anyway, I had also just real quick, oh, we're kind of going all over the place, but sorry. Sure. I That's had right. an I just had an awesome session today. I, I just had a great session. And I want to just talk about it just briefly because yesterday I had a horrible session and I had like yesterday, all I had was an hour long ride, but it was a big gear workout. So it was like zones five and six for short bursts, like three to four minutes at a time. And it, you know, it wasn't something I couldn't do, but I have so much going on in my life right now. I literally could not focus on the workout. I couldn't focus on it. And I, I was thinking about who I need to call when I get off the bike. Did I remember to double check this paperwork? Did I sign everything? You know what I mean? But I, I literally could not focus yeah. on the workout. So I didn't, I didn't really complete it the way I was supposed to complete it. And it was just uh, like chalked up to a failure, you know, a, a, a bad session. Um, so this morning I woke up and I had just an easy run And I was really, really focused on the run. And about 15 minutes in, I I said to myself, man, I could rip this run if I wanted to. (laughs) Like Like I could have, I could have pushed it for another, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes. And then like actually pushed it hard. I was feeling really good. But my run was programmed to be an easy zone two run. So I stayed within myself and I just felt strong the whole time, you know, um, um, I was glad I did that. I had a, um, I had about a 45 minute swim after that. And there were a lot of like really short, fast intervals and I'm not the strongest swimmer. And I would say that it was as good of a swim session as I probably ever had. Um, I worked super hard and I was, I was like, I was fatigued, but I felt great about the effort that I put forward and I stayed focused and it was like a, it was a great session. I needed like, I needed the victory, you know, like if it felt great to have such a horrible workout yesterday and a good one today.
0: And that's uh, not only did you get a good physical workout, but you also showed yourself some mental discipline. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, not just being able to push yourself, but when you're geared to go, being able to dial back and stick to a program, I think that speaks just as much mental discipline as pushing it when you're supposed to as well.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people just spin their wheels, never really improving, because they either push way too hard all the time, or actually, that's what I think they do all the time. When in there.
0: Yeah. I've been there. It's like like, like today. Yeah. Go to the gym. I get, I'm going to just, yeah, there's no day of just getting in and getting the work that's programmed. It's, well, I'm feeling good today. Let's, let's steer from the norm. Yeah. It's like, yeah, if you do that over the course of two years, think about what you really did in terms of a program. You're really more even following a program.
1: You're just constantly fatigued and not able to perform optimally. You know, constantly right. fatigued. Even if you don't feel it mentally, you know, you might mentally you might feel strong, like, oh, I'm crushing these workouts. But if you really look at the numbers, you're probably not improving if you're just crushing your body every single day. Right. You know, and that's what like I, I think it I, I felt like it was a good decision to to pull back. And I think we need to make those decisions more frequently than we do with running, with lifting with, you know, you're doing an entire deload week, which is super relevant and very important. You know, like Mm -hmm. we need to make those decisions, not just in a small window of time, like a five minute interval on the treadmill that I was doing this morning. Like, that's great that I made that decision, but you know, like what you're doing with an entire week, that's important. And people need to, people need to know how to implement that, you know, and do it and stick to it too.
0: Mm-hmm. it took me a long time to get to like i like i like we, we'll get into what we're talking about but before i would be like yeah i'm going to deload this week but then i would do i'll go to the gym i'm doing something different and i go crush myself with like kettlebells every day and i'd yeah. say i was deloading because i wasn't touching a barbell but i wasn't i was doing zero for my body and for my mind you know yeah. so now yeah. it's now it's like now i'll get in i'll I'll Trying to get in, I'll if I'm if I would like, touch the barbell, I don't go over 75% on anything, and yeah, yeah that's and, good. And beyond that, it's you know, like yesterday, I pushed myself, I, I cut wood, like that's not really a workout, but I kind of pushed it a little bit to you know, break a sweat.
1: I mean, and, that's uh, great, that might not be a quote unquote workout, but it's great physical activity and much better than most people get, you know.
0: Yeah exactly i i mean i never want to be the guy where i like cutting wood turned into like my i like i enjoy that stuff yeah um so that and I'll, I'll try to go for walks and you know it's a week that i can maybe dial back and do some things i may not have time to do when i actually would be in the, the weight room so um, and yeah. it's kind of a full circle and talking about time i think it kind of leads us in like we have a little bit of time left to kind of go into uh, you might not have had that the last couple of days. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. terms, in terms of time and priorities and um, life stress and how we're managing this stuff. I mean, I, I'm happy to share what's been going on. It's It's a heck of a lot for me lately. So it's pretty crazy actually. So last week, last full week, today's it's Wednesday night. So if you're listening to this right now, it's February 10th of 21, Wednesday night, and this will, we'll upload this tomorrow on Thursday, probably. But um, last full week was my, fir- was my first full week of my Ironman training. Okay. The couple days before that week started, we started the process of buying a new house. We were looking at houses for a few weeks. We started the process of like putting in offers and we got an offer accepted. So we then needed to list our house immediately. (laughs) So I was all, all throughout week one of Ironman training, I was like awake past midnight every night, cleaning my house, taking things to storage units Um, you know, dusting, vacuuming, my wife, you know, crushing the kitchen and keeping things clean. Like our kitchen was a disaster and she absolutely demolished it and it was beautiful. So, but we ended up having to clean the entire house and get a lot out because when you show a house, and this is my first time selling a house that I've owned, when you show a house, it has to basically look like almost like you don't even live in it, you know? So it has to be like spotless. And it was really hard because we have two little girls. We got the dog. We have to coordinate with where where everybody's going to be during showings. And we don't have family down the street. You know what I mean? So it was a challenge. Um, and that came first. You know, that had to come first last week. And, you know whether or not this is a good thing or not, I still like retroactively, I, I, I still can't even really say if it's good or not, but I didn't miss a single workout of my first week. Now I think, I think it could be viewed as good, a good thing, as long as I didn't overdo it with life stress and any other stress because stress is stress is stress is stress. And you know, if that stress is coming from overtraining or not sleeping or not getting in as many calories as you need because you're not remembering to eat, you know, whatever. Um, that's stress on your body, you know, mental and emotional mm-hmm. stress too. So um yeah, it was a it's been a hard few weeks, you know, but um eventually things kind of settled down. Morgan and the girls went, uh, they actually just ended up leaving because it was way too difficult to coordinate with getting Morgan and the girls out of the house. If I was working or coordinating with a showing or something like that. So they just went to Ohio for a couple days and spent some time with family, but, um, which, which ended up working because I was just here by myself. I kept the house as clean as I could kept it ready for showings and stuff like that. And um, kept hitting my workouts, you know, I, I was doing my best to hit those as early in the morning as I could, and just to get it out of the way and get it done. And, I, you know, I did it. And looking back, there might have been one or two that maybe I shouldn't have done, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just because I was a little tired, but I, I did have enough self-awareness that I didn't destroy myself in those moments. Mm-hmm. You know, if if it was programmed at a certain intensity, I went on the lower end. You know what I mean? And I did that intentionally and told my coach I, I stayed on the lower end and all that stuff. You know, I was really straightforward about that. But being week one, I wanted to set the precedent with myself mentally that I'm taking this seriously and I want to hit my workouts and I want to I want to compete with myself, you know, so it was just a rough week one, a a rough week one for anyone to have in training. It was, it was a big challenge, you know, not to mention I'm still slugging away at school and prepping classes and dealing with students and all this stuff. But um, yeah, so the job change is happening as well, which is um, (laughs) another humongous stress. So not only are we moving, but we're moving, we're like, we're leaving the area entirely. I know you know this, but so, you know, there, that comes with its own stresses. You know, we're, you know, we're leaving friends, we're leaving, we don't have family here. So we're leaving friends, we're leaving the church that we go to, you know, um, the routines that we have, the gyms that I go to, all this stuff, you know, so um, all these changes are in the, the back of my mind that, you know, I know they're coming soon and, you know, if you dwell on that stuff too much, it's absolutely going to consume you. So that happened to me last night in the workout, you know, I was like, what agent do I need to call right now to, to schedule this inspection or um, this appraisal or make sure I fill out this paperwork on time? And how many more hours do I have to get this done? And, you know, that might sound silly to some, but this is my first time doing it. And it's, it's been, it's been pretty stressful, but, um, I, I think, only ever
0: bought, I only ever bought a house. I never listed the house. And yeah. that's even, I mean, you look at houses, you know, that, that's time consuming, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of a little bit of a roller coaster, but
1: yeah, that was, that was, um, that was the same with us. Like we had no clue how difficult this was going to be. And it turned out to be a lot more difficult than we thought but thankfully the market out here is ridiculous um and very hot I guess you could say and um we're under contract with both the the home that we're buying and also our house that we're selling so no more showings now we just have to limp our way to the closing if we can and we will we'll be fine we we have a we have some good control over it, but um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, I I think that balance between life stress and family and jobs and dealing with stuff that that's outside of your job that still requires hours of your attention daily. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, that's hard, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you wake up and, you know, you know, both of us are this way, we, we hit the ground running with, with productivity, whatever that is, if it's work, if it's prepping for work, if it's whatever. Um, but then lately, it's been, okay, but I have four additional hours, or five additional hours of something that I have to do. Oh, not to mm-hmm. mention last week, I was drumming at my church. So for those of you who don't know, I'm a drummer, and I, I play at my, in, in my church's uh, worship band. But, um, that was the first time I was drumming since my two month old had been born. And of course it fell on week one of Ironman and the week I'm trying to list my house and everything. So, um, it was was just, it was just a week, but, um, you know, that week's gone and everybody's fine, right? (laughs) Like here we are, we're completely fine. And it's tough in the moment to not get caught up in that stuff, but, um, it's good to also have those experiences and feel those things and feel that stress because, um, you know, I can look back on it even just now, you know, it's only Wednesday, all this stress was literally just four or five, six days ago. And even now I can look back on it and, and learn from it and know that, look, one day at a time, make your list, chip away at the list, get what needs done get it done um and tomorrow's a new day and you, you can get work done tomorrow too you mm-hmm. know so um I think that's why I did continue to train and I did continue to hit my workouts because um I think we also owe that time to ourself um you know everyone says oh I need some me time or I need I need some alone time or, you know, whatever. Well, you don't get that when you wake up in the morning, (laughs) that's not just given to you. You don't get, you don't just have that in your day necessarily. Not everybody at least. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially us. We have the two girls and you know, if I'm, if I'm working from eight to five or eight to six, that's what I, that's what I'm slated to do. Same with you, you know, right.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You can't, you can't like throw something into the middle of your work day.
0: No, you're working. (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of times too, you know, you get held up after work. It's how do you, it's how do you manage those 12 hours or whatever you're at work, taking the most advantage of that time. Yeah. And I think a lot of it comes back to you. I think you hit the nail on the head too, that you wake up, you're not given that time. You have to earn that time that you're, that belongs to you. So That's how productive are you going to be if if you tell yourself that you're going to, one thing I like to do is you hit another nail on it, write it down, make a list. And then if you say, I'm going to devote two hours to this specific um, task and whatever I get done in that time, maybe it's something that doesn't have to be done that day, make the two hours worth it. Yeah. Don't, Don't be sitting there on your phone, turn your phone off or put it on silent and put it away and actually work on that task at hand for two hours. And I think that you go, that goes a long way. And then you just keep chunking that away through a 24 hour time period. You'd be shocked how much I think time that you have left and what you get done when you look back at it.
1: I think that's, that's a complete game changer right there is look, you have 90 minutes, you have two hours. If you have that time, you have to grind. You just, just get on it and finish whatever you're doing. Um, even if you know you can't finish it, just work hard for that time frame. Because if that's the time frame you have, that's what was given to you with your schedule. You need to use it. You know, absolutely. And that's that's the other thing. You know, no, we we're not gifted this this quote unquote free time, alone time, me time. But you can find it if you if you want to find it, you can find it. You know, if make you it.
0: you have to make it
1: exactly. If you if you start your job at six a.m. and you know you have to leave at five thirty, if you want to get a half hour workout in, wake up early and get your workout in.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You're like there's time in every day to do stuff that you want to do and also that you need to do, and the stuff that you need to do. It's just always there. That stuff is always there. If you're working tomorrow from nine to nine, that you're working tomorrow from nine to nine, it's not going to go away. But if you want to work out, you have to find that you like, that's not in your schedule unless you put it there. You need to find it. If you want to, if you want to go run around outside with the girls or, you know, any, any and everything in between, you have to find that time. It's not just like, in your schedule without you making an effort to put it there. So yeah, you have to do stuff for yourself. You have to make that time for yourself. And that, that kind of, you know, that's a a way that (laughs) I'm circling back to the beginning where, where my, my wife told me to fill my own cup of water, but that's a way you have to fill your cup. You know, you have to find time for things that you want to do because it's not just given to you, especially you know, I know you don't have kids yet, but especially with kids, it's, it's not given to you. You know, if I have a work, if I have a work day, that's, if I have an eight hour work day and I'm away from my girls for eight hours or seven hours or whatever, you better believe I'm going to use that time and get as much work done as I can, because I know I'm not around my family. I'm not going to sit there and feel sorry for myself. I'm going to use the time I have to slave away on my work, get it done and, you know, fill my cup when I can, um, with my family or with my training and any and everything else in between, you know? So I think it's a
0: constant monitoring of yourself. Yeah. And it's, what am I doing these, these 10 minutes here? What am I doing these 10 minutes here? Because five minutes here, 10 minutes here during a day, that chunks up, you know, it could be an hour that you just literally wasted. Yeah. And you should, if you're working, work. If you're with your family, be with your family. If you're training, train. Yeah. Um, we go on and on with that. But
1: I just, you know. I love that topic. I'm glad we took, you know, took a little bit of time to talk about that. I think it's important. Um, I just, there's so much stress in everybody's life right now. Um, and it's important to know that if you prioritize the things, throughout your day make the list um then you know you can find that time for yourself you can that time can be there but it might not be given to you you know
0: yeah prioritize and go get after it
1: yeah so anyways that that pretty much puts us past our time so let's close it out thanks for listening this was the hill pursuit podcast this was Episode eight. That means we've been doing this for eight weeks. Hopefully, let me just let's do a little calculation here. One, two, three, four, five, six. We're ahead of schedule. We're doing great. We did
0: we, we did two in a week.
1: We are ahead of schedule. Look at that.
0: Yeah. So
1: yeah, we're doing good. Um, hopefully, you guys are enjoying enjoying some of the content. But um, feel free to respond. Give us some feedback. Check the podcast out on um, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. And the podcast you can also find on the website, which is just hillpursuit.com. Send us an email, hillpursuit at gmail.com, and then leave some comments, find us, subscribe. Um, we're on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, just at hillpursuit. So we want to hear from you guys. So um, if you're listening, throw some feedback down, let us know what you're thinking. Um, we'd love to give you some feedback on any, any questions you might have too. Right. So, um, yeah, that's it until next time, what you got, Mitch, anything else?
0: No, that's it. Prioritize and get after it.
1: Cool. Thanks for listening guys. We'll see you later.